by Govanen. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek, and it's time for some more Thursday Tolkien thoughts. And today's are about the numbers of the Rings of Power. And of course, we all know the famous rhyme, there's three for the Elven Kings, seven for the Dwarf Lords, nine for Mortal Men, and one for the Dark Lord. Why is there no five? You know, that's that's a question that you know, might come up a lot because it's like we've got one, three, and then seven and nine. We've got all the odd numbers, single digit odd numbers, except five. And I think I've even seen people ask about this in other places. It's like, why? Why isn't there a five? Well, the reason there's not a five is actually pretty simple. It's the then this goes to a misconception about the rings of power. And it's a misconception that's easy to understand because when we get the poem, we actually get it pretty much at the beginning of the book before we even get into it, and then we get it again in the book itself. But the point being, the poem leads you to believe, if you're not careful, that these rings were all made specifically for the races that they ended up with. So nine were made for men. Seven were made for dwarves, and three were made for elves. That's not actually true. Uh, if you actually read the appendices and the history of the creation of the Rings of Power, what you find out is the nine and the seven that eventually ended up in the hands of men and dwarves, and then some of those ended up in the hands of, or the bellies of dragons, um, you get the fact that what actually happens is those 16 rings were all made for elves, as indeed were all of the lesser rings that Gandalf talks about that were mere essays in the craft, as he says. These rings were not made for men and dwarves. That's not what they were for. And Gandalf kind of hints at this when he tells Frodo, you know, even the lesser rings, I think, are dangerous for mortals, but the great rings were perilous. What does he mean by mortals? Men and dwarves? I mean, these rings were made by elves, for elves. That's what, you know, that's what they were doing when Anatar, i.e. Sauron, comes along and tries to, you know, get the elves to fall into a trap. What he does is he teaches the smiths in Eregion ring-making, and the point of the ring-making exercise is to do things that he gets them to fall into the trap by basically giving them something that they already want. He's like, what you want is to preserve Middle-earth, you know, incorrupt, kind of like Valinor, which you would like to go back to, but you also still want to stay in Middle-earth. So here's how we can do that. And the greatest of the rings that were made in this way, of course, the three, were made by Celebrimbor alone after the other 16, and are the greatest and the best at doing those things, which is why Rivendell and Lothlorien, who are, you know, both of which are ruled, in, in, in a loose sense, by keepers of two of these Elden Rings, are so ethereal and so... Ethereal is really the wrong word. But, like, time doesn't seem to pass in either of them. They're very weird places, in a sense. Uh... Gandalf's ring, of course, he uses for very different purposes, and so and, it, and he wanders around, so it's not like he's in, in one place long enough for this to work. But when you understand the motivations of the elven smiths and why they were wanting to make these rings in the first place, and then you connect this to the fact that the, the rings that the men had 
also extended their lives, which, you know, Gandalf says all the great rings would do that. It's because they had that same goal in mind. It's the preservation uncorrupted of things in Middle-earth. That's not supposed to be for a mortal man or even a dwarf to wear. Now, it doesn't do much to dwarves because dwarves being made as they were by Aule to be very resistant to evil and very, you know, just earthy. It happens that they just aren't affected very much by the rings in that way, and that's why Sauron doesn't really get a whole lot out of the rings that were given to dwarves other than the fact that they use them for the creation of great wealth, which leads to the attack of dragons and the destruction of dwarven kingdoms. Uh, That's really more of a happy accident. Because what he was going for was complete domination of the wills of the people who owned or kept these rings. And he can't do that. And he can't turn them invisible. It, you know, the, the dwarves and dwarven kings who, don't, who have these rings don't ever devolve into wraiths the way that the men who have them do in becoming Nazgul. The reason the mortals do that, the men do that, is because they're not made like dwarves. And the preservation of their lives indefinitely is against their nature. And they're supposed to die and lose their bodies and, you know, leave the world. And so what happens when you preserve their lives indefinitely? Their bodies do indeed go away and they're just living in the world as ghosts, effectively. So the 16 rings, why there were 16 made... Who knows, because Tolkien probably liked nine for mortal men, seven for dwarf lords. But there's that's why there's no five. I mean, at the end of the day, there is no five because they made 16 and then Sauron divvies them up. There's seven dwarf lords, so there's seven rings to give out to dwarves, and then what's left? Nine. Okay, we'll give nine to men. There's just no five left over. I mean, that's, just, that's really all it is. So... This is just, again, like I said, it's a kind of a based on a misconception that these rings were made for the races who ended up owning them, and that's just, it's just not true. The elves made the rings for elves, and 16 of them, the ones that were made with Sauron's kind of direct help and input, were recaptured by Sauron, but the three that Celebrimbor made were not, because he hid them away and got rid of them before Sauron could do anything about it. Sauron gets the other 16, and therefore he splits them up as he does. So that's why there's no five. That's It's really that simple, and it's just, like I said, it's just that misconception that a lot of us have when you first read the story, because when you read the poem, it sounds like that's what it was done for. The rings were made for men and for dwarves, but that's it's just not true. They were given to them, and the poem makes it sound a little bit different than it actually is, but that's that's the solution. So, there's your Thursday Tolkien thoughts for this week. Until the next time, I'm the Tolkien Geek, signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namarie. Thanks to all the channel supporters, especially Elf Friends, PA Brew News, Nathan DeFore, Paul Leone, and Oleg Gregg.